Hi, this is Larry Kortkamp with the OBBM Network. You know, if you're like most Americans, you don't understand the medical industry. You need an advocate on your side to get the best care for you at the best price. You need Graith Care on your side. Call 469-864-7149 and tell them that OBBM sent you. Purchase time in blocks. You can always add additional time if you need to. Get 10% off advocate services when you mention OBBM. You can talk to your advocate about anything medical. Get some peace of mind. Let GraithCare advocate for you. Protect your medical rights and get the treatment that you deserve. Go to GraithCare.com, call 469-864-7149 and tell them OBBM sent you and get 10% off your first session. This is Susan Hamilton with the OBBM Network. You know, electromagnetic frequency disrupts our nervous system, causes anxiety, and damages our immunity. Studies linking EMF radiation to cancers and autoimmune disorders are something we shouldn't ignore. That's why I use EMF blocking devices from GEO Wellness and encourage everyone to limit their exposure wherever they can. I decided that because of what I do every day in the production studio, I needed to be able to offer solutions for the people I work with. Go to geowellness.com forward slash Susan Hamilton to check out these amazing EMF radiation blocking products. That's geowellness.com forward slash Susan Hamilton. The government is legally stealing billions of dollars from American citizens and using you for an ATM. We're going to talk about that so you can do something about it. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. I'm Larry Kortkamp. And I'm Susan Hamilton. So today we're talking about how many different ways the government can get us. <laughs> yes, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. Count yeah, we ways, talk about right? that actually quite a bit, but this yeah. is uh, just one of those ways. Um, you know, they, uh, this asset for forfeiture. Forfeiture. Yeah, civil, um, it's called civil forfeiture. They can just come in and take these huge amounts of money if they don't understand it and ask questions later. I mean, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? Apparently, using this this legal loophole, it has to do with, initially they were tying it to uh, drug crimes was the biggest thing because the, the, the drug syndicate had planes and cars and uh, big mansions um, and all this kind of stuff. So they came in and, they and, and, and attacked them by, by seizing all the extras so that their business, it made it difficult for them to run their business. Again, one of these things that in theory, it sounds great, but in practice, they divided this into two parts. So one is a criminal investigation. Mm -hmm. And if you are accused of a crime, you have the ability to have a court-appointed lawyer if need be they will appoint you an attorney to defend you in crime and give you a pathway to defending yourself and being declared either guilty or innocent. This way was under a civil crime. And as a civil litigant, you're not entitled to an attorney. So by making this under the civil, you no longer have the ability to fight for yourself. You have to supply all the means in order to do that. You've got to get your own attorney, you've got to pay for everything, and you have to go through the time to say that whatever you took from me had no bearing in reality and it didn't get tied to a crime. 
They don't have to say any of that when they take it from you. They do not have to prove any ties to a crime to seize your assets. And the assets they can seize is everything from your home to your cars to your and bank account. And in these account. situations, let's talk about the guy in Michigan. So this is a grocery. He owns a grocery store. Uh, he's a Michigan grocer. He wakes up in 2013 to find out that his store's bank account was empty. The IRS had seized more than $35,000 using this civil forfeiture loophole. The reason it was even investigated at all is because he would deposit cash he received from his customers at the grocery store. So That's what you ought to do, yes. Well, keep in mind with our ESG goals, they and, don't want us to use cash at all. And if that's all. all he had in his business account, bless his sweetheart. But he would take this cash and he would deposit the cash because he didn't want cash sitting on premises because his insurance company limited the policy losses to $10,000. So if he had excess money in cash, he didn't want it there at the premise in case if he was robbed or anything else, he'd deposit it to the bank. The bank flags cash deposits. Why? And turns them in into the business? FBI because anytime, cash deposits? anytime you're making cash, Yes, the bank turns that in to, to the, the FBI. FBI. And that's okay it, with you? Well, it has to exceed, no, no, it has to exceed typically $10,000, but his account was, He's got a his account was flagged. Store. He did a lot of business and a lot of it was in cash, depending on where he lived. Anyway, the bank, the FBI just comes in and takes his money. That's where it ends. They don't even give you a pathway to get the money back. It's up to you. Why'd you take the money? They don't have to tell you. You have to sue them in order to get your money back. Well, it's one of the things that I always like to point out. Not everything in our court system is actually lawful under the Constitution, and these courts are not. As a matter of fact, they didn't start and even become part of anything until uh, 1871 when the Washington, D.C. was enacted and the Corporation of the United States became a thing. These that under a corporate law, which is what this is. This is now a civil law that whatever that's corporate. If there and it's a very different ball game there. And I just urge everybody to start understanding where we are in the Constitution because this is not the way things are. This to is go. this is procedural punishment. So there yeah. is a saying when it comes to fighting the government, the process is, is the, the punishment. Yeah. That is the punishment. In this case, that really holds true. In 90% of all these federal, in 90% of the federal cases, the government simply overwhelms property owners in a procedural maze and they win administratively. Yes. They make it so complicated, mm -hmm. so expensive, so time consuming. This gentleman who had this occur to him in 2013, he just recently got his $35,000 back. Yeah. And by he now, had, it, he, it needs to be 90, right? He had to fight yeah. for debt. Yeah, they don't pay you interest. Yeah, they don't pay you interest. They don't pay, they don't they pay, don't pay don't, you what is va the value is today. They don't even compensate you yeah. for the legal fees it took to, for you to prove that this was right. invalidly now, taken. That's, that's criminal. That's criminal. And that's one of the reasons why I'm calling for that. We've yeah. got to look at the way that these alphabet agencies are running is criminal. It is not a according to any fair uh, due process. We are entitled to due process as we, the, we, the people, Americans. So what is this ATM? Well, this article, like this article it comes to us and it's about the Department of Justice, which is utilizing private companies to manage 
its asset forfeiture investigations. Again, this is all about this asset forfeiture. What a forfeiture. business. You said, what kind of business does America, does the government have? You always I didn't saying think that. they had a business. Well, they, well, a business. they do. By the way, what I had explained to you when you first made that statement to me is the Department of Justice is the number one income producer. It is not your taxes. Yeah. Number one income producer for the United States of America is not your tax dollar. It is from the Department of Justice. Well, they're saying they raised, uh, they shelled out over $6 billion to uh, private companies to manage this. But it's, it's again, it's all relating back to this forfeiture and the, the, the government literally just taking your money. And they think they're they going to scare no... you out of being a bad guy if they yeah. just do it. Yeah. This is what, that's what they're saying. That's their justification. We'll scare you from from trying to do this again if we can just make a big enough. Yep, here's, no, a, here's another communist. story. Here's another story. Call this guy, uh, Brian Moore, he was waiting to board a Los Angeles-bound plane with hopes that his trip would mark the start of a successful music career. He got his money. He inherited some money. Oh, Actually, would they he get, have a right to take 50% of He that? didn't inherit the money. He inherited property. He sold the property and got the cash. He's flying back to Los Angeles to invest this money, but it's cash. What is the one thing the government really hates us to have? Real cash money. Anytime they see us with cash money, they're inquisitive and they don't like, they confiscated his money. $15,000 they took from him and it cost him $15,000 in legal fees to get it back, plus time, to get his own money back. It was illegally confiscated simply because it was cash money that he was carrying on his person. You know, and, and this idea where, um, you know, we, we, we're not quite understand. You just mentioned the inheritance, right? So um, a lot of times to do an inheritance right, and both of us are dealing with losses in our world. And yeah. you're kind of, you, you're having to, you, you're about to take a trip and go, you know, help your sister through some of this stuff, and you know it personally. There are things about inheritance that are not necessarily easy, and if it's not done well, if it's not done right, that they can be, it can be a real struggle for some of these people. In this one case, this fella is, uh, he's not a great guy. He's kind of in trouble with the law a lot. I mean, he's, if you took one look at him on paper, you'd go, dying. And I gotta tell you, I know a lot of people like that that have turned their life around and they're decent people, but it took their family to help them. It took their family to stand with them while they moved through that and great at great risk they did that. But now in, in this in this next story, this man has he has decided, you know what? I th this whole criminal enterprise of, of our government that has ha he's he's just he's a bad guy anyway, he's been in all kinds of trouble, done a lot of time, violent things. He's finally alone uh, in his, uh, his, his brother dies. He's living with his brother. His brother has, his brother has taken him in. He's lived there a couple of years. His brother dies. That house was supposed to be his. He was staying. I know the story. Uh, we don't have this one featured here today, but he, I know the story. He was involved. In, he, was, he, was, he was staying with his brother. His brother passed away, and he thought he could stay in the house. His brother had told him that he could uh, take over the house when he passed away. Uh, trouble was the brother didn't put that down in paper anywhere. So because it wasn't in paper, it's not recognized. Well, we don't know that it wasn't in paper. They didn't well, have the it. Well, the article stated the that article? it wasn't in paper. They had no paper trail for it. Well, you know how it. the news tells the truth. He didn't, he didn't yeah. file the necessary quick-clean deeds. He didn't do what he needed to do in order to transfer the property. Anyway, the property was put up to auction. It was quick-sold. 
the person that purchased it wanted to exercise his right to take over the property that now he says is his. Mm -hmm. The other, anyway, it, 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 the FBI got involved. They ended up, uh, I forget what they ended up having to do it, but anyway. Well, you know, he finally got it. He did end up getting the property back. It cost him an arm and a leg, uh, he says, but he finally did get it back. He, he was starting to get his, on his feet with a music career. Um, it would just uh, what a ridiculous thing. Like you're saying, so often the legal fees racked up to fifteen thousand two hundred dollars, yep. uh, and the the attorneys requested repayment from the government. But as you mentioned earlier, the district court denied it. Yeah. Um, and so there's a there's ways that they're making money off of you, and don't think it doesn't matter. Uh, we've got to really be paying close attention. So the common thread for today's our, the, today's discussion on the news is justice and injustice. So we're always seeking to see these, these um, examples of how the justice system is working like it should or the cases where it's not working like it should. And too often we see this other side where it's not always working in our best interest. And this next story is a very sad example of that uh, about a woman whose daughter was actually sex trafficked uh, after the school hid her gender transition Mm -hmm. oh so my gosh, there's, there's this some, one's, so this one's about, wrong on so many levels. It's, it's on so many levels. Now, she's a biological grandmother, but the adoptive mother. So you think, you you, you kind of can read between the lines there. It's the story without the story. Yeah. You got a situation where this child needed a, a caregiver, and the biological grandmother, which I can completely understand that, steps in and says, come on, I'm going to take care of you. When we do that, it's with, a, with an understanding of what that sacrifice is. These are the years I didn't anticipate raising a child, but I will do this because that, that's what that's the best thing to do. I love you. I'll care for you. But the state always but defers the state to the, the nightmare scenario that you're just yeah. a, a bad person. So this child, who, what, this child ended up with all kinds of um, mental health issues, early childhood trauma. Um, so she goes to the school and the school kept it a secret and didn't ever tell her. And then one day she wakes up. Well, long story short, you've heard these stories before. But what, she, what ended up happening is because of the vulnerability of this young lady not getting the counseling and what she needed to go through those things. And you know that grandmother, that mother needed that support also because this is a hard thing to do. And that support isn't a government agency coming in and telling you how to do it. But that's what they did. They took this child. She was so confused. She ended up being an easy mark for sex traffickers. Sex traffickers took off with this child and just uh, what she went through in the process to get her back was egregious. I'm proud of this mother who fought for her, chi for her child now. Uh, and she went back and now she's talking about these. Uh, she eventually did get it. the child back and regain custody, but it was, it was. Texas had to get involved. Texas to get her got back. involved. It was a huge issue. And and again, it was a case where, where our legal system is not necessarily on our side. Uh, the next story is uh, one of our state senators, uh, Senator Cruz, Ted Cruz, and he's accusing the Department of Justice for aggressively targeting pro-life activists while failing to properly investigate the slew of attacks on pro-life pregnancy centers throughout the country. This is playing out in the news every day. Yeah. We have these the, the pro-life side is being constantly harassed by the FBI and the Department of Justice to the point where it's almost hard to believe when they have a pro-life person who is targeted at their home 
We had the gentleman where they had the SWAT team of FBI agents, over 30 agents with assault vehicles, assaulting his door at 6 a.m. in the morning. They had seven kids. Because he doesn't want people to kill babies. To kill babies. babies. My goodness. And so Senator Cruz is saying this is something that has to be, well, yes, it does. I'm glad he's bringing attention to it. But for me, for me, this is just a case in point where the obvious is so obvious and why it takes a single senator to make a big stink about this when it's literally playing well, out in our newscast day after day. After I can day. tell you it's political theater because if they were really doing something about it, they can all do something about it. Yeah. Yes, they can. And speaking of political theater. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, we just, this is becoming, just can't get enough. This, of this is becoming, yeah, this is just becoming a sad state worldwide yeah. for the entire United States of America. This is such a the whole world sees it. A it's black a eye on our country right. from everywhere. It's so obvious to every single person on this planet that Joe Biden is a corrupt individual. That his family is corrupt. They've got evidence by the bucket load for this guy. And it's it's just stacking up everywhere. This is just another. The House investigators are saying that he's he shouldn't be allowed on these plane trips. This is one thing that their abuse on his trips on Air Force Two. Uh, finally, our Florida Republican is introducing impeachment articles against Joe Biden. Oh my gosh, what has it taken to finally get these Rhino Republicans to get off their heinies? And do something about this. Now, it's they sued the Donald Trump twice while he was in office. What did he blow? Blow his nose or court yeah. part his yeah, hair yeah, on the wrong right. side? Oh, he was on a phone call. Joe Biden here call. is doing He's it. on a phone call expo asking what on earth happened with when Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, <laughs> when Bi Joe Biden went over and. That's uh, what his problem that was. was. He problem. was investigating the Bidens. He, oh want, my he just asked the question. So, what happened? You're not allowed to ask questions no. by this communist agenda. And so you, you mentioned something a while ago. I just want to bring out again. But you called it the B team. And that's, that's actually very true. And we've gone through this in, in, our, in episodes before where we showed you that this is, this is run from a... Uh, there's there's people that are always there. This is the bureaucracy there, of our government. It's the bureaucracy. It's yeah. the that they know... It's bad enough that some of these dinosaurs in our government really are not cognitively capable of holding office anymore. And it's and just, suddenly I just kinda... ridiculous, ridiculous how that happened because we did not vote them in. No. That's not what happened. They were placeholders. And we got to get that. We got to get what's really happening here and start standing up for ourselves because, you know, they'd have us looking at it's right and left. It's all these things that we're against each other. While these guys run the place with with sock puppets right. holding positions, yep. and and while and doing every vile thing imaginable under the guise of government, and going after you for saying anything about it, going after anybody that opposes the whole thing, and the the policy, the, uh, the, the is the punishment. All these procedural laws is trying to wade through. When you have somebody like the federal government, the state government, the city governments, this is all operating on public dollars. It's our money. It's our money that we are paying to these individuals to make our lives enrich our lives, but instead they are punishing us because they've got all the time in the world. They have all the assets at their fingertip because we're paying the bill.
They have all the attorneys. Yeah, and they they've got the that they understand where the stocks are. They know where to place the bet. They know what to invest in. That has to do with legislation that's about to be happening. I mean, they got the insider scoop. It's dirty. It's dirty. It's dirty. And I don't give up with that, folks. Get involved. There's a difference there. You need precinctstrategy.com right now for the immediate. We have 50% of our conservative chairs open. We need to be ha having somebody be a precinct chair. Precinct so explain strategy. what that is really quick. So we're talking about a different yeah. level of voter participation yeah. here. So we're talking normally when we talk about vote, get out the vote. That's us. That's, that's the people a, that's the, the getting out. People. But before it gets to that point, there's also another level, which yeah. is the delegates. These are the people that are actually helping to select the people that get to run. So this is the, the first level that we need to participate in. Yeah. And we are not. We we're purposely being, it. well, it's another word. I think they're purposely keeping us in the dark because right now there's approximately, what, 400,000? I think you're right. They did. Uh, that isn't, yeah. I've heard that many times. There's a, yeah. apparently a, the element of 400,000 of these seats, only 100,000 are taken. They, they're trying to keep this a selective group. Because if we, the people, don't ever step up, they yeah. are still going to continue to run things. And yeah. we have got a responsibility to get out there and do it. But even if you vote the guys in, if you vote these right, the right people in, you'll never, if you don't know how to govern, our representatives, which is what our role is under we the people. If you don't understand that, they're going to get they're going to get in there with a B team who was is there. Be, say it, say it. We're, we're going to okay. be here before you get here. Yep. We're going to be here when you're here. We're going to be here after you're gone. Yeah. So, that's so they're the, the B ones, team. and and they are the ones that teach these got teach really good people. Hey, this is really how the criminal enterprise works. If you want to get anything done, you have to play this game right here, yeah. and and that's what we have to stop. So you've got to. OBBM is going yeah. to take that on. By the way, tactical civics, tactical civics, how to get involved com. in your precinct level situation. Situations, tune in to OBBB and have your friends do the same thing because we are starting to educate the general public on how to participate. You've got to learn how to govern yourself. That's right. And, and these organizations, them. these organizations already exist. Nobody's talking about them. When tactical civics is already very present in over 600 communities around the country, over 700 now. They are definitely a place to start. So you're going to learn about it right here at OBBM. Make sure you watch us and tell your friends to watch us too. Thank you for tuning in today and make sure you tune us in every day at OBBM. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, nine, five and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, 10 or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.
JR here with the Veterans Ranch. We provide equine therapy services to veterans and their families in Florida and the great state of Texas, and it's always free of charge. Equine therapy is very special in that it helps veterans build a bond of trust with an animal inherently born not to trust anyone. This helps them release burdens and walk off a new and improved version of themselves. Our veterans are suffering with PTSD from their time in service. Sadly, the daily veteran suicide rate is on the rise and other veterans are struggling with the transition from military to civilian life. The Veterans Ranch is here to serve these veterans and their families through these issues for as long as they need us. Your call to action today is to go to theveteransranch.org and hit that donate button and make a one-time or monthly pledge. Your precious gifts will relocate our headquarters to North Texas so we can serve five to 10,000 Texas veterans and their families each year. Theveteransranch.org. This is Susan Hamilton with the OBBM Network, and we are proud to partner with At Ease Veterans Magazine. It's the only magazine of its caliber written by veterans, for veterans, reaching over 40,000 subscribers with perspectives in health, business, and life. This gorgeous coffee table magazine is also available online. Subscribers love reading At Ease Veterans Magazine, and you will too. Go to AtEaseVeteransMagazine.com and subscribe today. (laughs) 